السلام علیکم ورحمۃ اللہ وبرکاتہ نحمد رسول کریم اما بعد اعوذ باللہ من الشیطان الرجیم بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم رب شرحلی صدری ویسلی امری وحل القدم السانی یفقہ قولی سبحانك لا علم لنا إلا ما علمتنا إنك أنت العليم الحكيم اللهم علمنا ما ينفعنا اللهم انفعنا بما علمتنا وزدنا علما All praise due to Almighty Allah the sustainer, nourisher and cherisher of the universe Peace, blessings, and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. O Allah, we beseech thee to increase us in our knowledge and to protect us from the deceptions of the Satan and the evil of our souls. Ameen. Ya Rabbal Alameen. We resume and continue with our lesson on the tafsir and commentary of the Noble Qur'an. Our starting point today is Surah Qasas, chapter number 28, verse number 76. To summarize and recap our previous lesson, Almighty Allah Jalla Wala is Qawi, Allah is Aziz. He Almighty Allah Jalla Wala is the one who has all the might, all the power, all the control. Sometimes he shows us his absolute power with the hurricanes, with the floods, with the tsunamis, the earthquakes. And this is the rhetorical question Almighty Allah is asking. O human being, O creation, If Almighty Allah had to make it the night all the time, perpetually, eternally, till the day of justice, من إله غير الله يأتيكم بدياء Who could have brought the light and the luster and the brightness all that besides Almighty Allah? Any government, any organization, any person, any scientist, professor, none in the whole world, لا إله إلا الله. That is Tawheed, to believe in the oneness, uniqueness of Almighty Allah Jalla Wala. أفلا تسمعون why don't you listen, O creation, O people? O jinn, the two human being and jinn are mukallaf. They are given the obligations and duties. They are burdened with the laws of Almighty Allah to carry out the do's and to abstain from the don'ts. Thereafter, Almighty Allah asks the second rhetorical question. You inform me, what do you see? It means that, remember, you inform me. If Almighty Allah decreed and wanted to make it the day all the time, perpetually, eternally, no night, no time to rest, nothing. So remember the day Almighty Allah made it for our income, for our provision, our sustenance. جَأَلْنَا اللَّيْلَ لِبَاسَ وَجَأَلْنَا النَّهَارَ مَعَاشَ The daytime is for your ma'ash, for your income, for your work, for your duty, for your job, for your farming, for your factory. And remember nighttime, Almighty Allah made it for your resting time, your family time. 
Who besides all might Allah would bring for you and produce for you the night wherein you are relaxing, wherein you are sleeping. None can do so. And all might Allah gave us a sample example of this. When you go to South Pole, North Pole, you will find. You know, if you go this year Ramadan, if you went to Sweden, simple example. Then the people, they were fasting for 20, 21, 22 hours, 22 and a half, 23 hours, some places. So all Allah, Jalla wa is the sole you, supreme being that he has control of everything. He does as he pleases. Sometimes the days are so long. Sometimes the nights are so short and vice versa. So all Mithya Allah gave us this taqseem, this division and distribution. نَحْنُ قَسَمْنَا بَيْنَهُمْ مَعِيشَتَهُمْ فِي الْحَيَاةِ dunya. We make this division amongst them during this world, in this world. So some people become rich, some people become poor, some people are enjoying summer, some in winter. Subhanallah, Makkah, Mukarramah, Madina, Munawwara nowadays, Whilst we were there last week, two weeks ago, 45, 47 degrees. So when you go winter time, December, January, you will find it's 25, 30, 35 degrees. So all Mithya Allah is showing us, وَمِن رَحْمَتِهِ It is only His mercy. جَعَلَ لَكُمُ اللَّيْلَ وَالنَّهَارِ He has given you the night and the day. وَمِن آيَاتِهِ اللَّيْلُ وَالنَّهَارُ وَالشَّمْسُ وَالْقَمَرِ It is the symbol and the sign of all Mithya Allah, the day and the night, the sun and the moon. When it was the day of Arafat, and now we were sitting in the buses, and I told the Hujjaj, look behind you, and that is the sun setting, so beautiful, so glorious, and that was bringing the Mubarak blessed day of Arafat to an end. Look at the moon on the 14th night and see the glory and beauty of all Allah's creation. Hence it is called Laylatul Badr, the night of the full moon. So why did Allah give us this night? So that you can make aram, you can rest and so forth, you can sleep. The sleep at night and the sleep during the day are never the same. And daytime, وَلِتَبْتَغُوا in فَضْلِهِ So that you seek and you search for the sustenance and the provision which all Mithya Allah has made for you. وَلَعَلَّكُمْ تَشْكُرُونَ And so that you are grateful, thankful to all Mithya Allah. He is our benevolent creator. Every moment, every second, the mercy, the bounties are showering and falling upon us, recurring upon us. Although we are not entitled to it, always remember that, O listener of CII, never for a moment think that we are deserving of it or entitled to it. Nay, it is the manifestation of the mercy of all. Did we read two rakats Salah to Shukr today? So many hours passed. Before Fajr, Tahajjud time we could read. After sunrise, 15 minutes, then Ishraq Salah, that time we could read. Before Zohar, after Zohar we could read. 
but we take things for granted. So therefore, remember, we have so many problems. Daily make it part of our routine. Allahumma laka shukru kullu wa laka alhamdu kullu. Oh, Almighty Allah, Jalla wala, all thanks, gratitude is for you. Oh, Almighty Allah, all praise is solely, only for you. These people who pun their hopes on their deities, on their semi-gods, demigods, on the day of Qiyama, Allah will ask, Aina shurakai alladheena kuntum tazumoon? Where are my associates, so-called? Where are my partners that you alleged and you said that I have partners? You thought like that, you were believing. So Almighty Allah is wahdahu la sharika lahu, one and alone, no associates, no partner, none. None is worthy of worship except Allah. La ilaha illallah. Truly none is worthy of worship except Almighty Allah. Muhammadur Rasulullah, the Master Mustafa Habibuna Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, the most beloved, the most precious to Almighty Allah, Jalla the final and last messenger of Almighty Allah. On the day of Qiyamah, it is day of testimony. وَنَزَعَنَا مِنْ كُلِّ أُمَّةٍ شَهِيدًا And we will draw from every people, every nation, shahida. Their messenger will come, he will be the witness, he will testify against his own people. فَكَيْفَ إِذَا جِئْنَا مِنْ كُلِّ أُمَّةٍ بِشَهِيدٍ وَجِئْنَا بِكَ عَلَى هَؤُلَاءِ شَهِيدًا what will happen on that day, Ya Rasulullah, O Mustafa, Sallallahu Sallam, when you will be brought to testify against your people, Wa'inahu Tazrifan. Abdullah ibn Masood, radiallahu anhu, the faqih and the mufti of this ummah informed us, when I read this verse to the Master, alayhi salam, he told me, stop. And his tears, Mubarak, were rolling down. The Mubarak countenance of the Master, imagine to give testimony against his beloved Ummah, me and you. Therefore, we should be very careful, always beg Almighty Allah, Allahumma zukna shafat al-Nabi al-Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Then today's lesson and whatever people were thinking that this one will help them, that one will help them, it left them in a lurch, whatever they invented and fabricated. Today's lesson, Surah Qasr, Surah 28, Chapter 28, Verse 76, very important. In life, wherever you go, in any part of the world, people want to know about politics and political stability. People want to know about the economic structure. So see what Almighty Allah Jalla Wala teaches us about finances, about economics, call it whatever you want to. So this is what Quran is teaching us. And when a person uses that wealth of his for haram purposes, then the same Allah who gave all these bounties, He snatches it away in a split second. Inna Qarun, verily Qarun. In our terms, yeah, Qarun was not a multi-millionaire, multi-billionaire, he was a multi-zillionaire, if you want to use the term. See what Quran says. He was a non-Muslim, not accepting the message or the messenger, Nabi Musa, alayhi salatu salam, or his message. 
Kanaming kawami Musa. He belonged to the people of Nabi Musa alayhi salatu salam. Nabi Musa alayhi salatu salam is that Nabi, mighty messenger of Almighty Allah, Jalla wala, dark in complexion, but his name is shining, glittering in the Quran 136 times. That Nabi whose name is mentioned the most in the entire Quran Sharif. Subhanallah. That is Allah. He gives honor to whomever He wants. He gives graces whomsoever He wants. Abu Lahab, fair in complexion, you could see him during the darkness of the night, dispatched to Jahannam. So he, Abu Lahab, dispatched to the Lahab, to the flames of fire. And remember, yeah, Nabi Musa, salam, mighty messenger of all, mighty Allah. He used that wealth, he used that influence, he used his position to make zulam and oppress and transgress upon the people. He violated the laws of Allah. He violated the laws which Nabi Musa taught him. He violated the rights of the people and he oppressed them. He rebelled against them. And he said, you don't come and tell me. Allah does not fit in the equation. Today's secular system, today's capitalistic system, all these systems are cursed as far as Islam goes. Because when the same Qarun was told, do good unto people, he say, where you speak of Allah, this is my business acumen, this is my shrewdness and my intelligence. So that is what today's capitalists say. That is what today's secularists say. Nay, that is what majority of Muslims say today. So that is the sad part. When we just juxtapose and compare this with Mustafa Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wasallam, the master alayhi salatu wasallam chose a minister of finance, go to Babu Sagir, that is the graveyard cemetery in Dimashq, Damascus in Syria, and if there's anything left there today, but we've been there several times and we saw on those occasions, it was written on the wall, Mu'adhinu Rasulillahi sallallahu alayhi wasallam wa waziru ma'alihi. The Mu'adhin of Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wasallam, the African Sayyidina Bilal al-Habashi, Bilal bin Rabah al-Habashi, the Mu'adhin of the Master alayhi salam, the caller to prayer, wa waziru ma'alihi and his minister of finance. Subhanallah. One side is Mu'adhin, one side is the minister of finance. If you open Shamayla Tirmidhi, that will be to confirm what I said. Anfiq ya Bilal. Anfiq ya Bilal. Mustafa Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa sallam instructing Sayyidina Bilal radiallahu anhu. Span, span, O Bilal, from the public treasury, the Baytul Mal. Wala takhsha min zil arshi iqlal. And do not fear any decrease. That it will not diminish. That is our belief. The more we spend in the path of Allah, the more Allah will give us. This Hajj, this Umrah, Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Tabi'u bayna al-Hajj wal-Umrati fa'innahu ma'yan fiyani al-Faqra wal-Zunub. Authentic hadith in Tirmidhi Sharif. They perform the Umrah, then make Hajj. Perform the Hajj and then follow it up with Umrah. Because this Umrah and Hajj will erase and expunge your sins and remove and repel the poverty. Subhanallah. 
That is what the Master Rahmatulil Alameen Sallallahu is teaching us. How much wealth Allah Ta'ala gave and bestowed the Qar- upon Qarun? This is one sentence Allah says. وَآتَيْنَاهُ And we gave him. Allah Ta'ala is one and alone. Allah uses the word we as a symbol of respect and reverence. To stamp his authority, I will use singular, I will use plural. I say what I want to, I do what I want to, and none in the entire universe and creation can question me. And I, Allah, Jalla Wala, the Supreme Being, have all the right to ask anybody, anywhere, anytime. That is Allah Jalla Wala. So, and we gave him in al the treasures. Kanzun, one treasure. Kunus, the treasures. Treasures of gold, silver, platinum, money, whatever you can think and dream of. What today is paper money. That paper money is not worth the paper on which is written in some countries. So you must remember, I'm not speaking of this paper money, which is useless money, if you understand through economics. You must remember, we're speaking of hard assets. And that is pure assets. Allah gave him. That amount, ma, so much so. Mafatihahu, the plural of miftah, that the keys of it, latanu'u bil usbati ulil I left out the word latanu'u, I'll translate it just now. Bil usba means a group, and ulil a group of men who are so strong, just the keys of the treasures, latanu'u. So remember the kunus will weigh them down, will bring them down. So if the keys are so heavy of these treasures that the group of men, young men, strong men, that the keys will bring them down, will weigh them down, then what about the treasures itself? If the keys are so weighty, if the keys are so heavy, so that much Allah gave him. But there was no shukar. There was no gratitude. There was no thankfulness. There was kufr and kufran. Kufr to disbelieve and commit blasphemy. And kufran to be ungrateful, unthankful to all Allah's recurring bounties and favors that were showering upon him. Now this wealth, it makes us very arrogant, you see, in today's world. That we own five properties, ten cars, twenty, you understand, farms and whatever you. Then the way we walk, the way we talk. So he told, remember his people told him, the Muslim people and other people told him, don't be so happy that you become arrogant. Don't be so happy and haughty that you become so proud. Inna Allah la yuhibbul farihin That Allah does not love those people who are arrogant and proud and haughty. How many a time in our own life we saw the rise and fall of people. We saw the rise and fall of nations. We saw the rise and fall of money and economy. How many we saw? So these are lessons, economic lessons for each one of us to learn. Today, people speak about Islamic economics, Islamic banking, Sharia compliant. So many terms are being used. And this is across the world nowadays. So see what Islam says of true Islamic finance. 
of true Islamic economics, whether it's a micro level or the macro level. Me and you, you got thousand rand, you got thousand dollars. Now what do you do with it? These are the four principles all Allah has enshrined and mentioned in this verse. And remember that all Allah has not mentioned it only here. There are other principles as well. For example, Yamahakullahu riba wa yurbi swadaqat. All Allah will wipe out and erase riba and interest. And all Allah will let charity, provided the sincerity, Allah will let it grow. Allah will give it barakah, blessing in this world and definitely in the year after. Wallahu yudha'ifu yasha. Let's work with small amounts. Leave the millions and billions and trillions to Karun and his ilk. Me and you, we speak on thousand rain, thousand dollars or whatever. Now we want to invest it. We want to use it. So what do you do? J.C. Niyat, J.C. Barakat. So this is what Islam is teaching us. وَبَتَغِ فِي مَا آتَاكَ اللَّهُ الدَّارَ الْآخِرَةِ Oh, you human being. Allah Ta'ala is addressing Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam to set the precedent for humanity and posterity and to show humanity what are the fundamentals of Islamic economics and finance. وَبَتَغِ and seek فِي مَا آتَاكَ اللَّهُ الدَّارَ الْآخِرَةِ what Allah will give you in the year after. So our first focus should be the year after. These assets I have, the cash, the gold, the silver, the platinum, whatever it is, my shop, whatever. So my farming or whatever else it is, my animals. That what will be my recompensation, my reward and award in the year after. Be honest. How many of us even think of that? So that is point number one. Akhirat mein mujhe kya milega? What will I get in the year after? So that is where placing our trust in all Allah, that is step number one. That will happen when we have iman kamil. We have complete iman in Islam. We have complete conviction in all Allah jalla wala, in Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Today, that is the last thing on people's mind about the year after. So that is what I'm speaking about. The micro, the micro is me and you, the individual. And the macro is the Muslim countries, the Arab countries. This is a disgrace which we have to admit. You must remember we cannot show the world that one Muslim country, not one, that has its own economic system that is interest-free, not one. Any country you go, Muslim country, you will always find the capitalistic system running. Then they are using this and that loopholes and so forth to try and make it Islamic. But that is not what Islam is teaching us. Islam is teaching us you must have your own political system. Islam is teaching us you must have your own economic system because that is the divine system. And when you speak of an Islamic economic system, then this is law number one, fundamental number one, that what will be your reward in the Dar al-Akhirah in the year after. Sayyidina Usman radiallahu an multi-billionaire 
and see the Masjid Nabawi where the Imam stands today that remained 1400 years plus. The sacrifice, the sincerity of Sayyidina Usman bin Affan, the beloved son-in-law, not once but twice of Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So that is what we need. That we need the millionaires, the billionaires, we need the trillionaires, but to uplift the deen of Islam with no ulterior motive, for the love of Allah. So that is law number one. Second one, وَلَا تَنْسَ مِنَ الدُّنْيَا And do not forget your share in the worldly life. It don't mean that now we just spend, spend everything for the year after. So we must fulfill the rights of our families, our wives, our children, our parents, our grandchildren, our siblings. And we fulfill the dues and obligations upon us. Zakat, 2.5%. Sadaqatul Fitr, the Udhiyah, the Qurbani. So all these financial obligations we have to fulfill. And in Islam, beautiful hadith in Tirmidhi, Inna fil mali lahaqqan siwaz zakat. Islam made zakat compulsory. If you just analyze and study philology and the history of the word of zakat, today the love of wealth has saturated our hearts and therefore we are so ungrateful to Allah. Allah himself states this. You juxtapose and compare the horse with the human being. This human being is so disloyal, unloyal. Verily, this human being is very ungrateful to Almighty Allah. Does he know? Do I know? Do you know? Verily, he knows. He bears testimony to it. So majority of us are ungrateful, unthankful, despite all the bounties, favors, recurring, showering upon us. What is the reason and the cause? Because this human being is madly in love with the wealth and the assets. So the more we love materialism, the more we love consumerism, the more we love these worldly things, then the love for Allah decreases. The love for Mustafa sallallahu decreases. And then this ummah becomes humiliated. Today, yesterday was Syria. Today is Burma and will continue. Who is there? Because we are caught up in this materialistic world. If the love of Allah was there, the love of Mustafa was there, the love for jihad was there, then this ummah can never be disgraced. Understand what Quran is teaching us. So that is point number one. And the more zakat we give, zakat means numu, the more Allah will give us in this world. Year after is much more. This worldly reward is a bonus for the handsome maximum optimum reward you will receive in the year after. So Islam teaches us to pray P-R-A-Y to Allah and not to pray on the creation. I said it this morning, O Muslims in America, open your institutions. Show them we will give you shelter during your hurricane. Remember that. That is what the Muslim must do. To show them who the people are the real terrorists and who are the real peace-loving people. Wa ahsin kama ahsan Allah ilayk. Number three. 
and do good unto creation as Allah did good to you. Allah gave me thousands. Allah gave you millions. Allah gave you multi-million. Do we really deserve it? Ask yourself. No. So when that beggar asks, then don't be judgmental. Yeah, he's just this, he's just that. He also might be someone who Almighty Allah commanded us to give. So do good unto creation as Allah did good to you. Therefore, make it a habit, O Muslim, daily we spend something in the path of Allah. Whether it be one rain, one dollar, half a dollar, quarter dollar, whatever it is, ma naqasa maalun min sadaqah. This wealth will never decrease when you spend in the path of Allah. Fourth one, when we have wealth, then you can buy of a lot of people. You know what's happening today in the world and in South Africa. So the corruption and so many things, the backstabbing. And don't cause mischief on this earth. Verily Almighty Allah does not love those who cause mischief making. So mischief is when we trample on the laws of Allah. That is mischief making. According to Quran, according to the Sunnah of Nabi Salam. What is our problem? The greatest ulama who we met, remember, openly they have declared that we don't agree with all this Sharia-compliant Islamic finance and banking. Whether it was our Honorable Ustad and Sheikh Hazrat Muhammad Salimullah Khan Sahib, Rahimamullah, he passed away a few months ago. Alive is Hazrat Mufti Saeed Palampuri, one of the most senior alims in the whole Indo-Pak today dead against it. I spoke to him. He made it very clear to me. And many hundred thousand other ulama remember. So why? Number one is a conflict of interest. You are going to be paid by ABC Bank, XYZ Bank. So is that not a conflict of interest? We need to be honest of these issues. Second one is talfiq. Talfiq is a technical term used. Some things are taken from the Maliki Mazhab, some from the Hanafi Mazhab, some from the Shafi Ambali Mazhab. So you have a hybrid. You don't have anything which is 100%. So it's a mix-up thing. And that is not acceptable in Islam. Third one, you must remember, no one can guarantee that every transaction is 100% according to Sharia. So therefore, loopholes have to be used to try and say this is like that. So this is where the problem comes about. Every one of us is guilty of sins. I'm guilty, you're guilty. But once we start, start legalizing that, which we know deep down is not 100%, but we want to tell the public it is. So that is where the problems come. May Almighty Allah, Jalla wa tawfiq, that we can understand the Sharia as it ought to be understood, practice on it, propagate it, and remember, I leave you with this. Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala used to say, Kunna that nada'u, kunna natruk, we the sahaba wish to abstain from riba, interest, were riba. Anything that just looked like interest, we stayed away. But we live in a time today where people and some scholars are trying to legalize that as well. Wa ilallah il mushtaka, wa la hawla wa la quwata illa billah. Serious, serious thing. May Almighty Allah protect us. Wa akhiru da'wana. 
Ani alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin.